Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women in business come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Bernelli, and I'm your host, and today we're going to tackle holiday burnout. Okay, this episode will be released in early December. Hopefully, it's catching you before the burnout gets you. If it doesn't, we're going to still be able to get a grip on it because we have a lot going on right now, don't we? We have to manage our family. We're managing our businesses. We have to take care of our health. And then what about all of those other holiday seasonal obligations that are coming our direction, not to mention all of the invitations? If you don't get a handle on it, you're going to get burned out, crash and burn. We don't want that. So let's be proactive. Are you ready? Let's get started. I start decorating for Christmas the weekend after Thanksgiving. If you're not in the United States, Thanksgiving is always the fourth Thursday in November. And so I put up my Christmas tree right after that. Not usually on Black Friday. I don't do anything on Black Friday. I stay home. (laughs) But I decorate and I begin decorating the house that weekend because when it's December 1st, I want the whole home to feel like a Christmas magical wonderland. And by January 1st, guess who's taking it all down? I am. So I let it stay up for an entire month, a little bit more than that. It's up for like five weeks, six weeks. It depends on how Thanksgiving falls, but I want it all fresh and clean for the new year. So on January 1, I'm taking that stuff down. (laughs) I put a lot of pressure on myself to do that. Now, I also have a lot of pressure on myself in the way I like to decorate. I could probably teach a program on how to decorate a Christmas tree. Actually, I've had a lot of people ask, can you teach me how to do that? I don't know how. I just ended up learning it. I love it. Each tree every year looks different. I have different colors stored in like big Rubbermaid containers in my garage. There is a room called the Christmas room. That is literally what it's called. My kids know it. Where is such and such? It's down in the garage in the Christmas room. I have containers with red ornaments, gold ornaments, black ornaments, white ornaments, silver ornaments, uh, glitter ornaments, birds, Northwest feathers, beads. I'm telling you, your girl here is crazy for decorating Christmas trees, but it is the only real artistic thing I do besides dance. So I figure I can do that once a year, but it puts a lot of pressure on me. I do it to myself, but I want it done by a certain time. Do you have something like that where you want something done a certain way by a certain time, especially around the holidays? It does put us in a precarious situation because it's our own fault that we get stressed out. And I don't apologize for it because it's something I love, but I don't want anything to get in the way of it. And life happens. Sometimes things get in the way of it. So as we are entering almost into Christmas now, we're rolling into holiday parties, Christmas parties, Hanukkah, all of the different holidays that you might celebrate More and more is piling up on your plate. You have to buy gifts. If you don't do it all year round, you're doing it now. (laughs) You might be a baker. I also have another tradition. I started when the kids were young, and guess what? They're in their 20s. They still want it. We bake Christmas cookies every year. And I didn't just have, I wasn't simple. Of course not. Why would I be? I don't bake just one kind of cookie. We bake like five. So the kitchen is a mess, a disaster area. It's hours and hours of work. 
All of that to say, you can relate to this. I know you can. When it's holiday season, all of the holiday things that you only do once a year are here, but you still have work to worry about. If you're a business owner, you have business to worry about. You have to worry about the marketing. You have to worry about accounts receivable, accounts payable. You have to worry about employees if you have them. Uh, All of the time off that you have to deal with, bonuses for year end, that's there. And then you have other pressure of this person wants a donation in this school project and this person wants a donation because it's holidays. So you have money falling out of your bank account, like it grows on trees and it doesn't. So there's that added stress. Do I need to keep piling on the stress? Or are you getting the picture? <laughs> how do we get a hold of it? How do we manage it? And how do we set boundaries around all of the things that we get invited to that we really don't want to go to? right? We have a ton. I always participated every single thing that was for my kids when they were in school. That was an automatic yes. Nothing got in my way. So I supported my kids. If they had Christmas concerts or any type of thing before Christmas break, I said yes to those. I always said yes to my own decorating. And I always said yes to the traditions of like cookie baking because it built memories with my kids, right? So those things were a yes automatically. You have to say yes to your job, but what are you going to start saying no to? What are the things that are coming at you that you can start to say, I am going to get asked this. I get asked every year. I don't like it. I don't want to do it, but it's expected of me. Is it maybe the year for you to say no? Is it maybe just that one day, just give yourself that one night of freedom to watch a TV show or wrap Christmas gifts instead of going to an obligation? So the first thing we need to do is learn how to say no to the things that we really don't want to do. Now, it might be your partner's holiday party for work and you hate going. I'm not going to tell you to say no to that because it could cause World War III in your home, but you could also communicate with them. Is there a way we could get home early or something that would make it feel like you're not giving up all of your time when you need to control your time so that you feel like you have more of a handle on everything that's coming your way? Or If it's a holiday, this is something I'm bringing up because I know it happens to a lot of you. If you do have your spouse's holiday party that you don't want to go to, maybe you could say, gosh, it's, I'm, I'm so glad you want me to go with you, but I'm going to need some extra help with this later this week or next week, because I was hoping to get this done. But I, this extra night of going to the party is taking like four hours or five hours of my time that I really needed to do this thing. Could you help me with that? Maybe asking for what you need, right? If you're doing these things with your significant other, might be a way to control and manage a little bit of it. And as women, we tend to not ask for what we need, do we? We don't do it. We think we're going to handle it all. (laughs) I don't know if you're guilty of this, but you think you can do it better than your spouse. I'm guilty of it. I'm totally guilty of it. I can do this the way I want it done. I can do it faster. It'll take me longer to explain it. Like wrapping gifts. 
I, I told you I already love Christmas. I love to decorate. I like gifts to be wrapped beautifully. I think presentation is so much. You could give a tiny little gift, but it's wrapped beautifully. It just feels so much more special, right? But is it super, super important to the person getting the gift that the bow was handmade with ribbon, which is something I would do, or a stick-on bow, right? If I could have help wrapping by someone else, they use a stick-on bow, maybe that's where I have to give a little bit to control some of the anxiety and the burnout of all of these obligations that happen during the holidays. So I ask for help. So learning how to say yes to what you want and no to what you don't want, just put your foot down in your own mind. You don't have to be that way toward other people, but just say, this year, I'm going to control this. I'm not going to do it. It doesn't serve me. I don't enjoy it. It's not going to hurt anyone. If I'm not there, I'm going to just say, no, it's not going to work for me this year. And if I do go somewhere with my significant other, I'm going to ask for help because I'm taking a day away from a time where I really need to do something else. So I don't want you to feel obligated to say yes to every single party invite, every single family thing, dinner, holiday activity. You don't have to. Okay. So you definitely want to say yes, no, and delegate, and then accept help. Do you have kids that could help you? I was really good at involving my kids and helping me do some of the things like, can you help me carry up these 10 Rubbermaid boxes from the Christmas room? (laughs) And, you know, I'll decorate the tree. You don't have to help if you don't want to. My daughter loved it. My son wasn't, you know, he liked it. And then for five minutes and he was done, but that his job after was to help me get that stuff all downstairs. That was time. And time is the issue with burnout. It's your feeling like you're stretched in a million directions. It's your time that's causing you to feel burned out where you're feeling spread too thin because you're giving too much. Time is not being protected. So learn how to say yes, how to say no, how to compromise and say If I do this, can you help me? So you're asking for help. Learn how to delegate like I did with my son. Learn how to let go of maybe they're not going to put it away exactly the way I want, but I can get to it later. It's not the end of the world, right? So all of those things, those actually are the easier things. They're the easier things that we can do to control burnout when we are doing our home stuff. How about for your business? What are some things in your business that happen in December that maybe you can delegate to someone else? Because there are things that only you can do, obviously, but what are some things that you can delegate? And, you know, sometimes as an employer, I know that if I gave an employee a task that they knew nobody else ever was asked to do, and it felt like something like, wow, this is what the boss always does, and they're ask- she's asking me to do it. It makes them feel honored. It's not like I'm asking them to scrub toilets, right? I'm asking them to do something that I could really be making better use of my time if someone else did it for me inside my business. Now, I don't know what that is for your business, but there has to be something. Could it be your social media? right? Like, you know what, would you mind taking this graphic and 
getting on my social media and just making this post for me today. Because that stuff takes time, right? It takes forever if you're using social media for your business. Or maybe you're proofreading something and it's something that it's okay for an employee to see and you just want extra eyeballs. Things that sometimes we do because we are women and we're ambitious and we get ish done. Sometimes we just don't think, you know, it would be probably an honor for me to ask somebody to help. I just don't stop to think about it. So in your work, this is a big deal. Like really, what can you delegate in December? What can you give away and give it away and let it go? And if they need any tips or anything, give them the tips. But I think you might be surprised at how it helps your employee or your staff or whoever just rise to the occasion because they love being asked to do things that only the boss has ever done. (laughs) All right. So now here's the piece that is a big one that is not so easy. Your health. You're running, you're running, you're running. And I know you are burning the candle at both ends because I do it too. So how are we going to protect our health? Especially this is being recorded in 2022. So I don't know when you're going to hear it, but flu has come back with a vengeance in the state where I live. And I'm sure in other states as well, you know, we were locked up for two years and now, you know, COVID's on its way out, but the flu has hit with a vengeance and something called RSV has hit the United States really hard. Uh, And so it kind of has a flu-like symptoms and it hits kids hard. So people are getting sick left and right. How are you going to protect your health? Well, when you get run down and burned out, your immune system is trash. So this is what you have to do. First, you have to rest. So you have to let yourself go to bed at a time that's going to allow your body to rest and heal. So give yourself enough time, like think about it ahead of time. I know I have to get home from work. I have to do all these things. Then we have to go to this party and I'm not going to get home till nine or nine 30. And I still have to wind down and oh my gosh, then I have to get up and do it again the next day. So maybe you figure out that you're going to leave the party 15 minutes earlier than what you originally planned. I don't know. Figure it out with what works best for you. Get yourself at home in a state where you don't have to unwind as long. Make it a bubble bath. Make it an herbal tea. Something that'll tell your body it's wind down time and I'm going to sleep because not getting enough sleep is putting your immune system at rest. It's putting your health at risk. The other thing that you have to do while you're in this go mode is don't eat or drink too much stuff that's not good for you. And that's so hard in December, right? The drinks are flowing, the cookies and the all the stuff, all the treats. I think it's beautiful to see all of these traditions come together where they bake all their special things and we make all these special plates and special dishes, but we overindulge. That's why January is such a big deal for health kicks, right? We just overindulge and especially cocktails and wine. We're looking at 150 calories a glass, not to mention the sugar that makes us feel terrible and the alcohol, which the older you get, the worse it makes you feel, right? So controlling how you eat and drink for the rest of this month is going to control your burnout. When you control how much you eat and drink, and get dialed into good rest, you will sleep better. You do know that if you have too much to drink, your sleep is disrupted, 
right? Your blood sugar gets all wonky. You have sugary blood and you wake up with sweats in the middle of the night. Your body is trying to detoxify. You're not getting good sleep. And if you have to wake up and hit the ground running because you have this grind in December to go through, your body is not going to handle that well. Your emotions aren't going to be in check and you're going to be running on thin patience. So you're going to feel snappy and it's just not going to feel fun for you. So why not this month take control of, I'll have a glass of wine and I'm going to stop at one. Or maybe you want to try this. I'll have a glass of wine. Sure. You can pour me a glass of wine, but only nurse it and drink half so that nobody's like, Hey, let me refill your wine. Because you know that's what happens, right? You can eat a plate of food and nobody's going to come say, hey, your plate's empty. I'm going to put more food on there. But boy, when your drink is empty, they keep it flowing and you lose track. It happens all the time, especially during the holidays. Eat, drink, and be merry. But if you just nurse the drink so that you don't drink the whole thing because you want to control how much you're indulging, don't let that drink get empty and they won't refill it. And you're going to feel so much better. You're actually going to sleep better and rest better. All right. So let's just say that it's already started and you're already feeling the burnout. What are a couple things that you can do now to help just slow things down? This is so, it's going to sound cliche, but it works so well. Breathe. I don't know where you are right now. I don't know if you're driving, if you're sitting, if you're out for a walk, But one of the best things you can do is get alone when you're feeling really pressed at the end of your rope, short on nerves, like you have a short fuse, the kids are on your nerves, you just want to get in your car and just scream, right? You need to breathe. And when I say breathe, I'm not talking like take three deep breaths and then keep walking because I'm that girl. I'm like, oh, don't make me stop and breathe, please. I I just don't have time for this. It's too woo Can you relate to that? But the woo works. It's actually scientifically based. It does work. So wherever you are, if you're driving, you can't do this. So please don't close your eyes. But I want you to just pause where you are for a minute. Breathe in, close your eyes, breathe in through your nose and listen to your breath. Breathe down into, inhale into your rib cage. So... Send that breath down deep to the lower ribs, as full as you can do it, and then slowly exhale. Eyes are closed. And your mind is not doing anything except listening to your breathing. Do it slowly and just do it like three times. It brings you back to reality. It works. But I really want you to picture when you close your eyes, as you inhale, send your breath down to the lower abdomen, fill it up down to the lower ribs, and then slowly exhale. If you're in a warm climate and you can go do this barefoot outside, even better. There's something about grounding on the earth with bare feet. It just breathing and grounding. I don't know what it is. It's a little woo. I will say it, but it does something. Like if you can walk in grass with bare feet and then stand there and even do a a yoga vinyasa flow two times, it takes you less than three minutes. Somehow it brings you back and all of the chaos 
gets more controlled because you have a more clear mind. So breathing is a way to help de-stress and manage burnout if you're in it. This is one of my favorite tips I want to share with you, and it's to laugh. Find comedies. Watch a show that's a comedy. Find a comedian. Find something on your phone. Like if you have five minutes, somebody that you know is funny. Be amused and entertained. Um, Sometimes TikTok is really good for that because people do absolutely ridiculous things on that app. Or, (laughs) you know, go on YouTube, find funny videos, watch animal videos. I mean, something like that where you can just give yourself five minutes. If you can watch a whole movie, great. But if you don't have time, plan for your health. Plan for you to be de-stressed and not burned out. Laugh. You need to laugh because we forget and I'm guilty. So I'm not saying this from a place of I've got this figured out. I do this. (laughs) I find a lot of amusement and entertainment in animal videos. I just think they, the animals, when, when birds like bop their head, like those, I don't know what they are, parrots, cockatiels, and they hear music and they can tap their feet and keep the beat. I am so amused and entertained by that. Yeah, I know I probably sound like a child, but it makes me laugh. And that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. That's what we need when we are feeling completely like we're going to crash and burn. We need to take a step back, breathe and laugh. And my last tip for you, if you are a music person, get in your car or get somewhere where nobody's going to bother you. Listen to music that fills you up, your favorite kind of music. So for me, if I'm really hustling, if I'm working really hard, like I feel like I'm on like burnout hamster wheel, I know that I need to dance. <laughs> so I, because dancing for me is an expression, but it's also an outlet, right? It's a de-stressor. So I'll put on salsa music or a cumbia, some kind of Latin music. I dance. So for me, that's what it works. For you, it might be uh, instrumental, classical music that's just going to bring you back to a place of calm and peace. You don't need to dance. You just need to, oh, okay, I just want... No words in the songs, no loud instruments. Let me just hear a piano for a few minutes. Do that. Maybe you love to sing and you have a favorite artist you love to sing with. Put that music on and sing at the top of your freaking lungs. Express that feeling of like, oh, get it out of you because it will help de-stress you and manage your burnout. This is all about really your time management. It's about you having boundaries. Say yes to what you want, no to what you want. Delegate what you can. Ask for help. Allow the help to happen and let go of the perfectionism. It all ends, right, at, in January. It, all of this hustle and bustle goes away and it gets quiet. And for once, let this December not get you to a place of burnout. Recapping, rest, laugh, listen to music, and be super aware of how much you're eating and drinking. Okay, that is my tip for you today. I'm going to end this episode before 25 minutes so that I'm not taking up any more of your time. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. See you there. 
If you've been listening to me for a while now, I have been asking to hear from you what you would love to know more about in 2023. I am working on the show topics as I speak, and I would love to know what do you want? Do you want more health? Do you want more styling and beauty? Do you want body language and communication? Do you want to talk about uh, workplace stress? Do you want to talk about relationships and how we manage that and all those stressors when we're trying to do all the other things? Let me know. Find me on Instagram. My handle is Christine Bernelli and send me a DM and say, Hey, I listened to your podcast and I have some great ideas I would love to know more about. Or send me an email, info at christinebernelli.com. I would love, love, love to hear from you. Okay. I will see you next time. If you're not subscribed, hit subscribe so that you get notified when the next episode is released. And until then, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.